welcome to the Contently Driven podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be yourself, stop being hard on yourself, and feel better. Plus, for the business owners out there, it teaches you how to write copy that sounds like you and connects with your clients, as well as business tips and amazing insight on how to really get shit done. Hosted by life coach, business coach, copy coach, and author Gemma Lumicheesi. Hello and welcome to the Contently Driven podcast, episode 19, what to do instead of heroin. Now, bear with me here. There's a, there's a fair bit of explaining to do, but this is going to be a super fun episode. And it's a bit of a continuation on from episode 10, which was all about stop giving up so easily. Now, first of all, why am I doing this episode? It's all because if you've been following along with me, I am a big exerciser and I incurred an injury in August last year, so August of 2021, and it's been a very, very challenging process for me, who is the person that gets shit done, who is the person creating amazing habits, doing all of the things, and when I when I had that injury, it made things really challenging for me in the way it affected my exercise and the way it affected me very personally and mentally as well. Now, what am I talking about here? So for me, you could say, or I will happily admit that I am an exercise junkie. <laughs> and by that, I refer to the meaning of the word junkie, which if you really look at it, yes, it's a drug addict, but it's basically a person with you know compulsive habits or obsessive dependency on something. Now, it's like we're, many of us are a junkie in our own terms and it's because we are dependent on something. And what that something is depends on the brain chemicals that we release. Now, as humans, we have several brain chemicals that are known as the feel-good ones, the ones that make us feel good. So we tend to always chase what feels good, right? Of course, why wouldn't we? Now, what I want to talk about here is the drug chemical dopamine. Now, dopamine is our brain's way of rewarding us. And believe it or not, it's actually what's kept us alive for as long as humans have been on the planet, as far as we know. Now, you may have heard of brain chemicals like serotonin, endorphins, all of those that feel great. You know, when you're exercising, you get all of those. When you're doing all sorts of things, you can get those brain chemicals. But what dopamine actually does is reward us. So think about, you know, centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries ago, when we were very early humans roaming the planet, it was a way of keeping us alive. Now, what I mean by that is if we were to seek food, right? When we eat, let's say an apple, we pick an apple off a tree, we eat the apple, it satisfies us. That is our brain's way of rewarding us to make sure that 
we go get an apple, get that reward, which is, oh. So think about that feeling of like relief, right? So say you've had a long day, you're like, oh my God, where's the chocolate? Let's grab the chocolate out. As soon as you have that chocolate, you instantly feel, oh, I feel better, right? That's what that is. That's that reward feeling. That's actually a brain chemical going through your body. And it has survived us for years because if you think about it, if there was no reward for us eating, we would die. So that's where it comes from very much originally. But of course, what's happened now is that we have that reward around us all the time and it's changed from just being an apple to intense things, you know, like heroin, like cocaine, alcohol, sugar, shopping. I remember learning all the way back in university, right, that that shopping and feeling that sensation after you buy something is no different to the feeling of cocaine, to the feeling of heroin, because it, it it's it's releasing the same brain chemicals. And this is why we get addicted to many things. You know, you buy something, you feel better. You get that reward, that feeling. It's a release of a brain chemical. So why am I going on about this? Well, when I had the reward, when I had my injury, when I had the reward, when I had my injury, I was losing those feelings, right? So here's what's really interesting about me. So at this time, we were also in lockdown. So I didn't really have many options of other things I could do for me to get the endorphins running and then feel that reward. At the time, I put that energy into meditation. So I'm like, okay, here's all this time that I spend doing that if I'm injured and I'm not allowed to exercise apart from walking, which for me, I would, I don't even know how many kilometers I would have to walk in order to feel one of those brain chemicals, who knows? But I spent that time and created different habit of the same thing, right? So instead of giving in to the moment and, oh, I can't exercise, so what am I going to do instead? Drink a bottle of wine. What am I going to do instead? I don't know, eat some chocolate, you know? You can get into giving in to easier feelings and rewards Right? Or you can go after things naturally. And here's the thing. It's so much easier to pick up a glass of wine. It's so much easier to do heroin if that's what you're going to do, right? All of these things are so much easier. And this is why people turn to those because they're available at our fingertips. You know, I could have just bought something new and bought something new and felt better in the moment, but I did channel it into something that is going to give me a better outcome. And that's a thing of when we're overdoing other things to get pleasure in the moment, usually leaves us with something negative. So if you think about it, you have a glass of wine, you're feeling great. So you have another one, then you have another one. And every time you have a glass of, of, of wine, you're rewarding your brain, right? And you're releasing the brain chemicals. This is how our body works inside. Uh, but the thing is, say you've gone onto your third glass, when you wake up the next morning, probably not so positive, right? So th- this is this is what happens. We give in in the moment because our brain's constantly like, where's my heroin? Where's my heroin? And it feels so great in the moment, but doesn't feel so great at a later time. It's no different to exercising. Right? Over, over, overdoing it 
you're probably going to have an injury. You're probably something's going to happen. You'll be exhausted. You'll be fatigued. You'll overdo your body. You'll hurt yourself, right? So there is that limit. But what I really wanted to talk to you about today is how could I possibly have found other ways for me to enjoy those brain chemicals? Now, I am a runner and I realized it was only last year that I actually discovered what a runner's high is. So I remember I was talking to a friend of mine who's a doctor, another coach, awesome person, and I was describing something to her and I said to her, so I I had this really weird feeling the other day when I was running. She was like, oh, okay, cool. Tell me about that. And I'm like... I don't know how to describe it other than I probably could have kept running. Like if my legs were broken, I I could have kept running and I wouldn't have even realized. Does that sound crazy? (laughs) It sounds crazy saying it out loud. She's like, no, that's a runner's high. I'm like, a what? What is that? So I actually had no idea what it is. What happens when you're running and any form of exercise where you're really elevating the body, the heart rate, all of those things, you release endorphins, right? And these endorphins, they actually start to stimulate that reward part of your brain, which releases the dopamine, right? And that is, it's our brain's number one feeling great chemical, right? And in increased, the more you get. So if you think about it, if you keep on running and running and running, you're going to keep increasing that dopamine, right? You're going to keep increasing it, increasing it. And you actually get to this point of euphoria. It's what you get from drugs, of course, right? But this is what she said could, you know, explain that runner's high. And this feeling of euphoria, of course, it's incredible. It's amazing, right? So as much as I love the endorphins, I love serotonin release, I love adrenaline, those sorts of feelings, of course, that release of dopamine, that that feeling of, oh, right? But I realize I'm like, oh, that's why I exercise like so much to get to that point of euphoria, So I was chatting and I did really well all of last year. I channeled into meditation. I, and I'll get to why I'm talking about that in a minute as well. I channeled it into that, you know, to get these great feelings in my body and they, they further lead to other things like stress relief, you know, all sorts of things like that, you know, so everything was going well. And then uh, further in the earlier in this year, I was chatting with an awesome coach friend of mine, Lisa, Lisa friend. (laughs) How could you not be friends with someone named that, right? Totally. Uh, And she actually helped me come up with the episode name for this, like what to do instead of heroin. How good is that? So she was helping me through me having some brain crises, dramas. I'm like, Lisa, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm not getting to this point this euphoria and I researched it, right? And the only other ways to get it is heroin, uh, running, which, you know, I I, I can't do at the moment or intense exercise, can't get there, 
not going to do heroin. And then I'm like, how else can I get this euphoria? So I went Googling another way of sexual asphyxiation. Not really going to do that either. Can't say that's my thing. Don't really want to do that. Not the safest option. You know, so I'm like, what else can I do? And if there's something else you didn't know about me as well, Hodel Yogi, that can help with getting this euphoric feeling that's so beautiful. And without having to turn to these external things that are bad for us, allowing your body to naturally release that and feel fucking great, right? Without turning to terrible things that end up negative. Because why shouldn't you have a feeling like that, but getting it in in a way that's natural and beautiful? But the thing is, people don't want to, as humans, we want everything to be easy. We want things to be pain-free. We want them to be easy. And we want that pleasure instantly in the moment. We, we, that's how we're wired that that's what we do right we're constantly our brains constantly on the uh, on the lookout for I want pleasure I want pleasure I want to feel good but I want it in the easiest way possible so can you see why these sort of addictions develop especially now more than ever when we've got everything at our fingertips I mean you can just jump online and gamble you can gamble from sitting on your your butt in, in your lounge room. You don't even need to actually leave and, and, and go somewhere to gamble. And yes, you're getting, I remember reading somewhere years ago, every time, you know, you, you, you pull that lever thing on the pokey machines, every time you do that and, and pokey machines for my beautiful US listeners, um, slot machines, every time you pull that lever and it's going ding, 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 ding. And, and it's the same thing. You're like, Oh, reward. Oh, right? And you pull a lever again, you pull a lever again. So yes, gambling is that same sort of addiction in this way. We're all just chasing these brain chemicals to feel great. It's like, we're all just humans living on this planet to feel great, you know? And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's a way of managing it and creating that into good habits, creating good habits for you to get those beautiful release chemicals. And, you know, why I wanted to do this episode is that because you can do it without turning to nasty things. So for me, it was meditation. Then then I'm like, "Eh, it's not working so well. Yoga, right? So there's certain poses and things you can do that actually open your heart. And when you get to that point, when you really tune in, you can get that beautiful release of euphoria. And it's incredible. And that's what she was helping me with. She's like, well, hello, what about this and this and this? I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize that. And, you know, for me being super flexible and bendy, I can get my body into some quite ridiculous shapes and and stuff to really get that by there's there's a posing yoga called the wheel um i grew up learning that was a bridge um you know glute bridges now seem to be a different thing there's so many names for everything but but imagine you're bent all the way backwards and you're on your tippy toes and your fingertips are on the ground and you're just in this u shape right that's how your body is that if you can get to this point of just propping yourself up that opens your heart 
to the most beautiful euphoric feeling. And it's so awesome. And that same feeling as well, why it comes, you know, from sexual asphyxiation can come through orgasm as well. And not everyone wants to run five kilometers to get that. And I'm not saying you need to, but it's just to let you know, this episode is all about to let you know what our brains are constantly on the lookout for and why you give into things in the moment, because we can have this instantly, right? You don't need to do 45 minutes of yoga of consciously tuning into your body to then open the heart, to then feel it. You know, you, you don't need to run two kilometers to get all of that pumping through your body to then have that release. You know, we can do it instantly. And it's almost the same as when I'm working with my clients, helping them to get shit done. It's because we give in Like the reason so many people can't do things and get things done is because we give in, in the moment. We want that instant pleasure. We want that instant, oh, right? Because if you're sitting down, for example, say you're sitting down to do something either in your job, in your business, whatever you're doing, if if you're sitting down to do it in the moment, your brain doesn't want to do it. It's like, oh, this thing's boring and this thing's hard. I don't want to do that. I want to jump on social media and check something else out, you know, and that's, it's the same thing. Your brain's getting that reward every time you get a notification or you're looking at something, you get that, oh, 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 that relief, you know? And that's why you will find that you procrastinate or distract yourself with something else that feels better in the moment than actually doing what you plan to do. And this is all the beauty of training yourself of how to really get things done is not giving in in the moment. It's it's like working from that that more advanced part of your brain that's not giving into oh this feels better right now oh this feels better right now it's like you know again with that that podcast I did episode 10 you know stop giving up before you get to that beautiful release and this is the thing right so when we're actually um say we're achieving a goal At the end of that, you can become an achievement junkie. I'm totally convinced you can because I'm pretty sure I'm one. (laughs) No, I'm not pretty sure. I'm I'm 100% sure I am. Because every time you hit that achievement, you get the same thing. But the thing is, it's more of a delayed. So can you have that constraint, have that discipline, keep going in a way to have that beautiful release at the end to be like, oh, look what I achieved. Look what I did. And it's almost the same as that is a part of our survival too. If, if you think about back, back, you know, squillions of years ago, squillions is a official, <laughs> it's official, it's an official amount of time, let's just say. So squillions of years ago, when we walked all those kilometers, we got that apple, we got that release, you know, we got that feeling, of, oh, here's my reward. My belly's full. I feel great. Right. That was that reward after doing something for a while. So it's the same as achieving a goal. You know, when you put in those hard yards, you get that beautiful feeling of, look what I did, achievement, dopamine, it's here. But the problem now is we can get it instantly. And 
that's the reason why I wanted to do this episode. You know, don't give in to the your heroin, right? It can be anything. Figure out what it is that gives you that, that beautiful feeling. Now, not everyone gets a runner's high, right? Not everyone gets it. But where can you find that feeling of euphoria from achieving something? I mean, why not? And this is all part of how I, I truly help people get, get things done. It's not giving in in the moment. And I'm not saying it happens overnight, but the way it happens is creating these habits. Is it easy? Heck no, of course it's not easy because your brain's used to being like, oh, let's give it in the moment. Oh, let's pick up that glass of wine. Let's have that bit of chocolate. Let's check social media. Let's do something else that's not that. <laughs> you know, that's not waiting to get that. It's on it now. I want it in the moment. I want it in the moment, you know. And when you really think about our society, we have everything at our fingertips. You know, it, it, it's it's the, the society of convenience. And I remember doing a, a study in, in uni and it was very much, it was based in the States and they were getting in drive-in, ATM machines, right? It's like, that's how convenient of a society we live in that you don't even need to go to the effort. And when you think about it, really, like what effort is it? Like, oh my God, I need to find a car spot. Oh, then I need to lock my car. Then I need to get out of the car. Then I need to walk to the ATM. Then I need to press the buttons in order to get my money out, right? It's like, we're like, that's just too much effort. Now you can just drive through. You don't even have to do all of that. You just get your money by driving through instantly. I mean, it's the same idea and concept of drive-through food, or fast food. It's the same thing, convenience, convenience, convenience. And this is how we're just taught wired now, you know, and it, it, it makes sense that why would anyone do an hour, you know, an hour yoga to take 45 minutes to get to that beautiful natural feeling? Why would anyone run three kilometers to get to that beautiful feeling? Why would anyone do an exercise class to wait until half an hour to get that? Why would anyone plan to plan an achievement that may take six months to get that? You know, so it, it, it makes sense that we give in in the moment so it makes sense that we give in in the moment because our brains want pleasure. Of course we do. This is why we don't want to do hard shits, hard shit. It's why we don't want to do hard shit because our brain's like, how can I get pleasure? How can I get pleasure? You know, we, we love desire. Of course we do. And that's totally fine. But there are other ways to go about it. And there's this. There's also a difference between, you know, it's like you don't need to constantly be having this pleasure. And when I sort of thought about like, and again, I could talk about this in a later episode and something I help my clients with as well, is when we have what I call guilt-free free time. So it's when it's you create time for yourself without that guilty feeling. And what I mean by that guilty feeling is that, Maybe you've procrastinated through the day because you've given in to all sorts of pleasures. But what if, what if you got through your day, you stuck to your schedule, your job, your commitments, you know, whether it, it can be, I don't know, you did your exercise in the morning, you dropped the kids off at school, you um, had that meeting, you went to your job, like what, whatever your commitments may be, you picked up your brother from something. I don't know. You got through those commitments. You got them done. And then 
then you can reward yourself in your free time. Then you can actually have true free time that is free and for you, which you need. Everyone needs free time to rejuvenate. So then you can do it all again tomorrow and the next day and actually work at high levels and work at your best, right? You do need time to rest, to work at your best. If you got all of that done, then you're actually in your free time. It is purely free. And what I mean by that is you're not sitting there going, oh my God, I have all these things to do tomorrow. I didn't get that done today. I wasted time today. I still have that report due to my boss, right? That's what I mean by pure free, free time is if you didn't give in in the moment, you could have got those things done and then rewarded yourself. This is what I help and teach my clients with because it's so fascinating that I've been doing this since I was a child. I, I, I remember being in uni and when I was in university and I thought to myself, I don't want to repeat subjects because I was looking around at people that, that were failing subjects and it's not like school. When you fail a subject in university, you have to pay and do it again. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And why would I want to repeat the whole thing again? That just seems silly. So I put off pleasure. I put off instant pleasure at the times when I was, let's say, studying for exams because I thought about it. And I'm like, well, if I take this, you know, I'd take three weeks off um, work, off my job, and I take three weeks off like going out and partying and doing all the things 18, 19 year olds do, I'd take a, a time, I'd put three weeks into, you know, say coming up to exams, I put three weeks into let's study, let's do that, let's do the things, let's really focus here got my, you know, got to the exam, passed the exam, passed the subject. And then guess what? I can have all the pleasure that I want. You know, so back then I was even doing that in in a way of without knowing what I was doing. I was actually rewarding my brain, but it it was a delayed reward. But shit, it was worth it. Because even my friends were failing subjects. And it's like, well, I get this done. I don't have to do it again. Why would I want to do it again? You know, I've got the rest of my life to have all my pleasure and party and do all the things and not even the rest of my life. I I had after that three weeks, (laughs) I had after exam time. So that's, well, that's my podcast episode for this week. You know, it's a bit of a rambling, bit of excitement. I get really, really, really excited about this because this is understanding this and not giving in to that pleasure in the moment is such a beautiful Thing to learn how to do. And this is the true, true essence of how you get things done in your life, in your business. It's how you work in your job all day and then create time for the things that you want to do. It is possible. I promise you that. And that's what I have for you this week. So what to do instead of heroin, right? What to do to find that beautiful feeling and it can be anything for you. You know, what's your way of increasing those beautiful brain chemicals, getting the endorphins going, getting serotonin release, getting to that point of euphoria even, or just at least releasing that dopamine in a natural way that's a natural high for your body. And there's so many ways you can do it. That's, that's just beautiful. And yeah, that's what I have for you this week. And, you know, 
keep an eye out because I've got all sorts of programs and things coming up where I can work with you to help you get the shit done that you want to get done in your life. So you can feel great. It's the whole point, right? We want to feel great. We want to feel great about the things that we're doing and what we're doing. Find your passion. What are you passionate about? What, did it, what is it that you really want to do that you've been telling yourself, I can't do that? I promise you, you can do it and I can help you do it. And that's what I have for you this week in the podcast. Thank you for being here. And I, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Find, find me at Gemma at contentlydriven.com. Find me. Find me on the podcast, find me on my socials, find me on my website, find find me at, you know, Gemma at contentlydriven.com, email me, however it is, get in touch and I can even help you. I can help you get that beautiful feeling of euphoria if that's what you want, right? We can, we can do all of the things. I can help you achieve your goals. I can help you get things done. I can help you. So reach out to me and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Contently Driven podcast. If you like it, don't forget to jump on over to my website, www.contentlydriven.com forward slash podcast and hit subscribe. And don't forget to pop over to your favorite podcast provider and hit follow so you don't miss an episode. And until then, if you're done with Dole, then you are awesome.